0: Hey, friends, let me jump in here real quick to remind you of our sponsor, 25 Transportation and Solutions. That's 25 Transportation and Solutions. They give you quality transportation, delivery services that you can depend on, getting your freight to and from its destination safe and secure. Contact them at info at 25.org. That's I-N-F-O at T-W-E-N-T-Y, the number 5, I-V-E dot org Or you can call them at 240-479-6376 See you out on the road Now, let's get back to Our episode of the Truth And Coffee Time podcast to let you know That I really can't let you go I'm too close to your up- Don't want no one else but you, so stay by my side. Like I stay on your mind. What time is it, Mink?
1: It's Truth and Coffee Time.
0: Hey, friends, welcome to the Truth and Coffee Time podcast with Diverse Love. I am Denise, and I'm Brian. Get your coffee or whatever your cup of joy is, and settle in for some bold conversations, some random topics, a few cuss words, and a whole lot of us. Brian, let's go. go. Chick Fil A—that's where everything starts. There, everything starts in Ohio. You know, everything does not start in Ohio. It, I mean, I understand that Ohio is the testing ground. I understand that it's the proving ground. I get it. Ben, you and you and Chris is a Ohio everything. Everything is Ohio. I get it. I get it. I get it. And? No, I'm just saying. What are you just
1: saying? It is. It's where everything starts.
0: Yeah, but every, anytime. I can say anything. I could say, ooh, this Windex is cleaning this window so good. And, you can say, and you'll say, well, you know, they, they made Windex in Ohio. No. I don't think that they made Windex in Ohio. But what I'm saying, I'm using that as an analogy to say
1: I'm that- saying a lot of motherfuckers use it
0: in Ohio. <laughs> oh, no, no. We cleans windows. Do you? Do you do you clean windows? Versus, in Ohio? Versus. Do you? Uh th- 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 versus versus what?
1: Alabama don't got windows.
0: <laughs> you know what? Stop playing huh? now. Stop Light playing.
1: switches, y'all ain't got light switches. <laughs> you ain't got no shoes. Yards, y'all don't have yards, y'all have dirt. I'm just saying. And Ohio you... don't? No. Dirty ass Ohio. That's we... all it has is dirt. No, we have farmland. <laughs> anyways, anyways. Anyways. <laughs> what, what what we talking about?
0: We we'll are talking about exactly what you've been doing, depositing that negative energy around. I'm
1: trying to educate you. You are, are you- <laughs> messing my energy.
0: Up. No, I'm not messing your energy up. What I'm saying to you is, I'm just saying that you and Chris think that Ohio is the to- the tool of of creme de la creme, and y'all think that everything starts in Ohio. And I'm just saying everything doesn't start in Ohio. That's all I was saying. I was just trying to get my point across.
1: Do you want me to get you a long laundry list of everything that started in Ohio? Cause I, I do not.
0: I do not because I'm pretty sure that your friend Chris already has that list. And I bet you if you send him a text right now and say, Hey, can you send me a list of all the things that have started in Ohio? He would send it to you in a matter of seconds because he lives and it. So I'm pretty sure I would get that list. Yeah. I'm just telling you that you can put everything put it, sh- it. You can put it in the show notes. <laughs> I won't put that shit in my show notes. I don't care about what started in Ohio.
1: <laughs> I mean, if it's already typed up for you, it's easy, right? <laughs> i't
0: do care Put in your, put it in his show put in your own show notes. you can put it in this show notes okay we'll we we'll put some other stuff in this show notes. but for those of the for, for everybody out there that's from Ohio, I get it. I know that Ohio is fabulous and great, but do, everything do you know why stop. we oh are the God. way we are? Tell me, do tell because I know you're going to tell anyway. One, do tell.
1: We come from a struggle two.
0: We all come from a damn struggle. No, we
1: all don't. But anyways. And two, everybody got something to say about Ohio. Like, everybody... That's because y'all always
0: got something to say about other things. No, we have to say something. No, y'all don't... No, it's not that we're saying something You, We're defending because y'all always got something to say. Your mouth is always open. Do you know that saying? Apparently not, but did it start in Ohio? No, it started out (laughs) your mouth. You
1: teach me, or you teach me how to treat you. Yeah. Well, y'all teaching yeah. us. Yeah, whatever. How to treat the rest of the world.
0: Whatever. Y'all been doing it way have you, before have we you. Have you, you
1: noticed how Ohio is like the heartbeat? but it looked like a heart, you know, on the map? I know you ain't, you know, you don't do geographic stuff, <laughs> but you know. You understand what I'm saying?
0: Shut up. What are we talking about today? We done got the, the, we ran right into the mic test, talking about Ohio and all this great inventions. Air
1: quote. I can tell you something. It was you made in Ohio. You know what? Go
0: ahead. No. No. Go. I'm got done. got two thumbs.
1: I'm done. This <laughs> one right here.
0: Well, I am glad that that it was made in Ohio, but whatever. What are we talking about today, Mr. B? What are we talking about?
1: Your energy and how it messes up my energy <laughs> all day long.
0: See, you messing with me there. You all right, so... What's up, everyone? What's up? This has been a crazy morning. We started off testing the mic, and decided we just keep all this banter that's going on. And I'm sure that y'all come get him, please. I'm sure that y'all have a lot of banter, especially if you have friends who are from Ohio. I know that there is there's constant banter because uh, Ohioan are man they dedicated. They down for the cause, always. I ain't mad at them. I'm just tired of them.
1: (laughs) We got stamina.
0: Yeah, y'all exhaustive. Exhaustive. What are you drinking, Mr. B, since you all slurping and and cup-tinking? What are you drinking?
1: I'm drinking uh, a cup of chock full of nuts (laughs) or chock full of Buckeyes. Whatever. I mean, same thing, right?
0: Yeah, whatever. I'm drinking that, too. Guess what? So... I bought this Chock Full of Nuts because I remember uh, years and years, I want to say like 20, 25 years ago, your grandmother came to visit us. And, you know, your grandmother and your grandfather used to carry around their own coffee, their own coffee pot, wherever they went. I mean, they would bring their own coffee pot to their hotel. It doesn't matter. And they would bring this brand of coffee called Chock Full of Nuts. And I really liked it. And I was in the store the other day, and I always see it in the ground form, but I've never seen it in k pods And so when I was in the store the other day, I saw it in k pods and it just was so, um, it brought me back. The memories brought me back to your grandmother and your grandfather and how they used to travel with their coffee and their chock full of nuts. I can remember so, them bringing, uh,
1: <laughs> when they brought their coffee maker, they just they stuck it right beside ours. <laughs> And brewed it. And I was like, you know, there's just one right there. they just
0: disrespectful. Just bring their own coffee pot in your house. Sit it next to your coffee pot. And say, I bet you your coffee pot can't do what this coffee pot I'm do. quite sure. <laughs> I they still make, and, I, and I remember you saying exactly that. I'm quite sure, Paul. My coffee make coffee just like your coffee. But guess what he said to you? He hmm. said, but it ain't got the seasoning and the tenure and the years that this coffee pot got on it. And I thought, we might be on to something. Because, you know, they they say that like certain pans and cast iron stuff Mm -hmm. that over the years... The seasoning kind of melts into the pot, and mm-hmm. as you're using it and cooking with it, that's just it like makes your grandmother.
1: She used to make cornbread in that cast in that iron cast pan. iron
0: pan, and mm-hmm. man, you don't mess with that pan. And she would tell you, this pan is for cornbread, cornbread mm-hmm. only. Mm-hmm. You pull out that pan and do something else with it, man, you're you're gonna have a bad day. You talk about some bad energy. You're gonna have a bad day, but chock full of nuts is really good. Mm-hmm. And I, you were just looking at. Why is it called that? Because it doesn't really have a, a nutty flavor. No. So no. it's like, why why is it called so that? So
1: in the 1920s, they mm-hmm. started their coffee company. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they make coffee. In the 1930s, they started selling nuts as well. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. regular nuts that go Yeah. Out. And so they were doing two things. Now they just sell coffee, but they, but they kept the name. They kept the name.
0: Well, they've been around for a while. They're very um experienced in what they do they have all kind of different things uh different types of coffee and flavor profiles but this one the original chocolate full of nuts brings brings the memories back in and it's pretty good i forgot how good this one is we're so into sampling so many different fancy ones and the new and up and coming greatest boldest coffee now that you forgot sometimes you just got to go back to your original go back to, to what felt good, you know, brings right. back those memories. So I love it. Thank you. Um, thank you uh, uh, to that store who start bringing Chalk Full of Nuts. I'm not going to say the During. store because I'm still mad at them, but During. I'm glad they brought those K-pods. We're not going to get into that, but go ahead. During what?
1: <laughs> During the Depression is what I was saying. Yeah, it's when
0: they, when they brought it. Yep, yep. So today, Mr. B, what is our topic today? <laughs> who shit in the coat room again? Again. Who shit in the coat room again? So back in season one, on episode, I believe it was episode three, we talked about who shit in the coat room. First of all, if you haven't um, listened to episode three, please do. It is such a great episode about toxic behavior, toxic people, um, toxic relationship, your friends, air quote, friends. Who um, leaves toxic um, shit in your coat room and then and then leave it there to go on to leave it, you know, at other places? You feel good one day and then they they come and then they leave and then you're feeling all bad. So, we got really good um, comments and and great viewership off of that that topic and we thought you know what let's try and tackle that again. We have noticed too, even just late of some things that has happened with our friends, our colleagues, family members and like you were saying, even some some strangers that you've noticed like negative energy, negative behavior, like toxic behavior. I'm telling y'all that we we were looking up toxicity and and bad energy and negative energy. Negative energy is such a prominent thing that you can even look it up in medical document, uh, documentaries and, and medical articles and WebMD and things of that nature. And it really talks about like toxicity and negative energy and what it does to a person's psyche, what it does to a person spiritu- spiritually, what it does to you physically, your health, your, your mental, um, the way you maneuver in this world you know, that negative energy, that shit that people leaves in your coat room and then they go on about their day and then you left feeling all bad and sick and depressed. So we thought we'd come around it again. And, and, and to be honest, we may do this topic a few times because there are so many um, branches to this tree, as I, as I say, um, with, with people who are just toxic even your closest friends. I mean, me looking at this, Brian, I mean, Mr. B, and reading this, I would read certain topics on this and think of a person I know right now today that fits that profile.
1: I didn't read those topics that you read, <laughs> but I don't. I, I have been in the store and didn't know a person, mm-hmm. and they come in and their energy be so bad. And the way, they, the way they're maneuvering, it's almost like pig pen, you know, when yeah. you're walking around and got yeah. all this cloud of dirt around them. It's just like you can, and then they just start on you. So it's, it, can be, it can be, energy can be deposited. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you take that energy home. Yeah. And then your kids are doing stuff that they would basically be doing anyways, <laughs> yeah. right? And yeah. then now you're saying something to them or you said something out, out out of the way to your wife right. or your significant other and then it's like it just cascades and the next thing you know bad day
0: bad day i'm telling you i ha- um one thing too, i ju- i noticed recently is uh, a person in particular that we know who who prayed prey- prayed on another person depression right you know man- manipulating the situation on another person's depression. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to be very frank with it. I think that people who are in your circle or who are in your friendship or family, who knows your triggers, they know your trigger. they know your weaknesses, they know what causes your depression, and they come around you or they come into your life and they trigger you. Or they deposit a bad energy with you and then they leave you. They shit in your coat room and they leave you. And they already know that you are, you know, that you suffer from depression or they know you're in a bad spot or you're in a dark place. And they come and they manipulate that situation for their own agenda. I feel like those people are the scum of the earth. Mm -hmm. I honestly do. Because. So if you have a
1: person that comes visit you
0: mm-hmm. and
1: they ain't seen you in like 3 or 4 months but they bring a drama then mm-hmm. you know leave that alone
0: and the and, and not only not only if not only that they're bringing drama but they're bringing drama with a trigger mm-hmm. like they they have been close enough to you to know your triggers and know that if they do x y and z that it'll put you in such a bad spot that you are depressed for days, you're in a dark place for days, and your mental capacity is um, is tested. Is, is tested. Mm-hmm. And I mean tested to the brink. And they leave you. So they drop it and they leave you in that situation. And, and, and yeah. if you're in that dark place and you call on them, and then all they, they can say to you is grow up. You need to grow up and, and you need to just... Get yourself together and and maybe, you know, you just need to just suck it up. I just don't think that's a friend. I don't think that's a friend. I think they're the scum of the earth. Yeah, I, I really do. Because depression is no joke. Depression has caused people to kill themselves. Mm-hmm. Depression has caused people to hurt other people. Right. And, it, and if you are knowingly, and you knowingly know this person's trigger and you still do it, you still play on it, you're you... To me, you're liable for whatever happens to that person or whatever that person does. That is the ultimate shitting in the code. Not in a court of law, but yeah. You, yeah. You have to. <coughs>
1: well, have I don't know. Internalize it. I
0: don't know. Does it? Does it? Does that fall in the realm of instigation or? You know,
1: I don't know. I mean, it depends. But I, I do know that. I do know that sometimes, if you have. So-called friends Mm -hmm. that are actually pushing you or baiting you. They're not your friends. They could have been your friends. They're associates that have an agenda.
0: I think that's it right there. They're associates that has an agenda. And maybe they once were your friend. This is the thing about it with friends. Excuse me. Or your so-called friends. They are your friends and they're in your circle. So they learn things about you they learn your 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 weak spots they learn who you are mentally and spiritually mm-hmm. they learn because once someone's in your circle or or become your friend and you let them in and you trust them enough to allow them to see the the dark side of you that depression side of you or or that hurt side of you and then now they using that, they're using that against you to manipulate, and they know what your triggers are. and it's not like they're they did the trigger on accident and then they try to help you through it. but like I said, they trigger you and then they they go back to saying, well, you know you need to suck it up, you need to just grow up, you need to mature that to me that you you are man, you're manipulating the situation. I'm gonna keep saying it, you're the scum of the earth. you keep right. manipulating a person. Mental capacity. It's not It's not a game out here. That mental challenge, that mental pain, it is not a game at all. Yep, it's absolutely not a game. It is not a game. You don't trigger a person and leave your bad energy and your shit on them, and you know that that trigger is something that can can take them into a spiraling condition.
1: Yeah, because I guess it actually says that 1 in 15... Adults have depression, so you have one in fifteen uh, percent chance of mm-hmm. dealing with somebody mm-hmm. that has depression, and you turn around and you're, you might be their trigger for that day.
0: Mm. And and if you're unknowingly someone's trigger, there's nothing that you can do about that because sometimes I mean even in our thirty two plus years of being together, we both have triggers. You don't suffer with depression like I do. You you take it on a whole different spin. The triggers fuel you to to figure out how to resolve whatever's going on within you. With me I spiral first. <clears throat> I I go down first before I climb up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So but, you
1: have you you get depressed, I get angry. See so that's mm-hmm, two different
0: mm-hmm. yeah and then and then the other part of that is that even in that depression, I remember years and years ago, I would stay in that dark place. I would stay in it, and you would do everything. You would exhaustively try to get me in a better place. You ne- you've never, ever given up on me. And when you find what that trigger is, you do your best to stay away mm-hmm. from that trigger. Over the years of, of, of talking with, with, with you know pastors that I've trusted, taking therapeutic... Um, avenues to help better myself I've learned coping skills and I've learned how to get myself out of there I can remember just four or five years ago you saying to me uh, I said to you I said, I'm feeling like I'm getting this blanket over me this this darkness over me and I said but I'm, I'm gonna let you know I'm okay mm-hmm. I'm good I, I'm getting out of it you know and and we both celebrated that moment right and But I see other people who knowingly know that other people are depressed and they trigger them. Or they get upset with them about something and then they trigger them and they leave them. Right. You know, that's dangerous. Your statistics says one in every 15 Mm adults, 280 million people in this world suffer from depression. Right. But that's just documented. I mean, 280 million people statistically that were documented. That suffers with depression. Yeah. There's 280 million more of us out here. Who well, there's not, probably way more you know. than that. Because
1: there's, there's people in the world where they just don't document stuff like they that. They
0: just don't. Especially yeah. in the African American community. Right. We, we will go through depression and, and, and mental anguish and, and never go get help. Never go see a therapist. Never go see a, psychi- a psychiatrist of any sort because of the stigma in our community. Right. So that two hundred and eighty million to me, that for worldwide, that is a very low number, because it could be only, a, billion. Could it's be a million. It's only the documented, mm-hmm. you know, cases. Yeah, and so, if
1: it's a billion, it's one in seven.
0: Yeah, so when we so when we're talking about someone who is knowingly triggering you, that's the person who you are allowing to continue to shit in your coat room mm-hmm. again and again, and again. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, don't let them in your coat room. Don't let them in your coat room. What was those, The uh, coat room meaning your mind, your mental and and your space,
1: you know? What was your, um... You you had a article that you looked up about, I think it was Seven Things.
0: Yeah, it was, um, what was that? It was, yeah, Seven Signs of Negative Energy in a Person. Mm -hmm. And it says, first of all, it kind of tells you, like, what to perceive a, neg- a negative energy is like negative energy may be a negative thought that is trapped within a person's mind or they create negative emotions. They have negative actions. They, they, um, you know, just spur of negative emotions like fear and anger and jealousy or hatred. And they cause other people around them to even behave in a negative manner because they continue to drop their negative energy, their shit, in their coat room. Mm -hmm. We're talking about shit, we're talking about negative energy, we're talking about toxicity, we're talking about that negative behavior. And then with your coat room, we're using that analogy as your mind. Your mental, or your, yeah, you know, or your space. Um, I have this shirt um, from this platform called A Meaningful Mood that says, you know, um, I'm all about protecting my space. You know what I mean? And I, I, I wear that shirt a lot because... Your peace. My Yeah, your peace. Protecting your peace. Thank you. Because your peace, man, you need to protect your peace. You have to. You have to set boundaries. I suck at that. I suck at setting boundaries. I will allow a person continue, continue, continue.
1: Is that because you want others to have the same peace? Or are you what? it? What, what's up with that?
0: I do. I want, I want others to feel that same peace. But I also feel like sometimes I, I get into this thing where I think I can change a person or I can fix whatever's going on. It's like I'm a fixer. So mm. I can fix whatever's happening with them so they can experience the same type of peace that, that I would want them You're pursuing. To. Yeah. That pursuit of happiness, that pursuit right. of peace. But some people, you, it's not in your capacity to fix them they no. not, especially if they don't want to seek help for themselves.
1: I had to learn that over a long period of time. Yeah. And I'm talking about 20, 20 years maybe. Yeah. Trying to help people that don't want help. Yeah. Like they're fine where they are. at.
0: Yeah, they're content in the space that they're in, regardless if that space is a shitty coat room. Mm-hmm. That's where they want to be.
1: Yeah, or they're fueled by the drama and the uh, and I guess the, the chaos, the around chaos them. around them, they like that or something. It makes them move every day. I can't do it.
0: Well, this article says um, how you identify negative energy in a person. their signs are they fault, they find fault with everyone and everything. So it doesn't matter what they're doing. It doesn't matter what event they're in. It doesn't matter. What job they're at, doesn't matter what what movie they go to, or what mall they're at, they find fault with everyone and everything. There's always something. They could be having the greatest time. Everyone is having the greatest time. Everyone is succeeding. They're going to find that but, one thing. But Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go on, next. We had a great time. But, and, Did you man. see them shoes she was wearing? Yeah. But they could have they gave us they gave us crab balls. Why they couldn't give us the whole damn crab cake? Yeah. You know. But <clears throat> finding fault with everyone and everything. Um number 2, it says that they try to bring you down when you with them. They try to bring you down with them. They try to take you to the coat room, They're, you know. No
1: people bring you to their level. <laughs> mhm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if you're not mature Enough in your space. Mm-hmm. There's no way you can go down and come back out. That's why a lot of psychiatrists have psychiatrists. Mm-hmm.
0: They have psychiatrists, right?
1: Because yep. they go down and they get into these lives, mm-hmm. and then they can't. <coughs> they, you know, like when you uh, when you mirror something or mm-hmm. you start acting or doing yes. a trade or something like yes. that. Now they have to be pulled back out and and put back up. See, when you hang with people that do certain things you tend to mirror them Preach you tend Mr. to be act like them absolutely you know you tend to you're you're trying to get to understand them but in that you're living in a world that's not yours yes. so then can you remove can you remove yourself yeah maybe maybe not yeah that's why I, I that's why i don't go down there
0: there's this show they just came out with season two uh, I think it's called couples therapy. And I me and you watched a lot of season where mm-hmm. this um, psychiatrist or or therapist was helping these different couples. You know, um, and it was amazing to watch it. Just watching, the, the therapeutic playlist that was happening. You know, playing out with all these couples. But the thing that spoke most volumes to us, and we talked about, was that therapist had a therapist. Yeah. That therapist would go see her therapist so she could release all the shit that had happened. Yeah. In her spirit with these couples. Yeah.
1: Because it, you're, you're needing some help to yeah. <clears throat> create a, a healing process for
0: yourself. Yeah. Yeah. This this part on here where it says they try to bring you down with them. There's a a, a paragraph here that it says what's worse is that sometimes. They might even try to convince you that whatever made you happy in the first place was actually stupid and not worth your time. Right. I have been around people like yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Me too. Why are you happy about that? That makes no sense. You could have did that yourself. Even with me self-publishing my book. Why are you so excited about that? That was a lot of work. You could have paid someone to do that.
1: Yeah, we could have. <laughs> but then like, you don't know the you, process.
0: Yeah, but not only that, What? why does it make you okay to take away that that joy that i have for my account
1: my thing is <clears throat> how you gonna pay somebody a publisher a publisher yeah. to publish your book and you don't even know what they do at least you know what they do yeah so now you can hold them accountable for what they're actually delivering to you
0: yeah what about what about the time when we were getting ready to go on uh, take a little vacation and we said we're gonna go to the beach for four days you tell somebody and they say well what's the point in that you're just gonna go down there for four days and come right back i don't even see that point what like change of environment <laughs> Nah. <laughs> why do you care why you mad about it though? No. yeah absolutely Number three, it says they tolerate little to no disappointment, meaning meaning because the only way that they can be effective and show how unable they are is they don't let go anything. Mm. They don't let go disappointment. They don't let go things that, that go wrong. They harbor it, and they keep it in, and they utilize it to, to dump on other people. That, that's their reason. They keep They keep... Disappointments and things that happen to them inside of them, so they can be angry all the time. Because mm. you have to find a reason to be toxic. So you have to keep your you have to keep your arsenal, so you can continue to be toxic. So you can continue to be an asshole to other people. Well, how do you move
1: forward though? In that you don't. In that, no, I'm saying in that in that in that mindset. How do you move forward? You can.
0: You there? I don't see how you can. you will be stuck, just stuck. Um, number four, it says they can't handle criticism. They cannot handle criticism. They either they get angry over something trivial, like the way you've criticized them, or they dwell on the words that you're saying. Instead call you of, a hypocrite. They call you a hypocrite. Um, even if you, even if you. Try no, I'm to telling
1: you because I've been there before. That, right. You know what I'm saying? That I'm not, that's not hypocritical. Right. That's, right. Look, I know where you're at, and I'm trying to help you. If you mm-hmm. don't want
0: it. Eh. We'll yeah. move forward. And even, I was going to say, even if you try to explain it to them in a way like, you're doing great, I just see like two or three things that maybe I can help you with because I did it before and I screwed it up. You may not screw it up, but I'm just going to tell you what I did and how I messed it up and maybe you can make it better. Right. And they take that personal as if you're trying to stop them from their dreams. How many times we spoke with other podcasters who said, they didn't use our platform. We use Anchor, right? And they said, "No, I didn't. I don't use Anchor because Anchor didn't wasn't the platform that I needed to get me to to X, Y, and Z." Right. I'm right. using whatever, like Buzzsprout or, or or something else. I think that's great. I talked with several podcast communities that use Anchor, but I talked to several that use Buzzsprout. I've talked to several that uses other platforms. Mm-hmm. To me, that's not offensive. That's not a dig on me. You're telling me best practice on what you're utilizing. But a person who's negative, they would take that in as criticism and then they they turn it around. Oh, they don't want me to, to, to live my dream. They don't want me to be a podcast because I'm not using their platform. No, that's not what he said. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's not what she said, you know. So, Um, Number five, Mr. B, it says, they're afraid to take risk because being a risk taker isn't just about being impulsive and positive. It's about taking calculated risks and having that positive gut feeling. They are not a positive person, so they they burden on the negative, so Mm -hmm. they won't be a risk taker.
1: In today's environment Mm -hmm. and how the stocks and crypto is running, Mm -hmm. I have... A lot of people call my phone and say, how you feel about crypto and how you feel about stocks now? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm fine. Yeah. Because I'm buying them at Hope, man. I'm buying them on discount right now. Mm-hmm. And because millionaires and people of wealth aren't made when the market is, is up. They're made when the market is down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I try to tell them that. Buy now. You're in a good position. If you didn't buy, if you're buying now, you're buying in the basement. So when it goes up, you're good. Right. Those are, those are people will bring you bad negativity and everything about trying to make it or trying to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. Or like even my son, oh, I'm going to do videos myself. Well, how are you going to get yourself out there? Yeah, people
0: criticize them. How, how are you, you going to
1: do the video? How, how are you going to figure it out?
0: He's figuring it out. Yeah.
1: That's right. If you know a better way, or tell me.
0: That's the other thing. They, I, I they love don't have that you the solution.
1: They just have the, the. Come on, Mr. B. Yeah, no solution. Yeah. Nothing but problems. Just criticism.
0: Nothing but problems.
1: Tell me about it. I'll I, I receive it. Yeah. I can receive anything. Yeah, as but, long
0: as it comes with the solution. Yeah. You know, I was I was watching a. Uh, oh my gosh, uh, what's that movie? Um, Late, I think it's called Late Night, and it's about this the the storyline is about this this older woman who was a talk show host. She's a comedian and a talk show host. And she's been on this, this air doing this late night show for years, for 20 years. And her show has become stagnant. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to cancel her show and replace her with this, this upcoming younger uh, male comedian. And he's really raunchy, though. And she's like, you know... I don't know why you're replacing me with her. This show is doing great, but what she doesn't understand is the people love her, but the show hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. The platform hasn't changed. So she goes into her writing room and she's talking to all her writers. It's like 20 of them in there. And one writer, one female writer that she has just hired, gives her like three or four things that she feel is wrong with the show. The three or four things that she feel is wrong with the show is exactly on point. It's exactly on point. Mm-hmm. And she looks at her and she says okay, so you gave me all the things that's wrong so what's your solution? What's the solution to those problems? And then the female writer says, I don't have solutions. I'm just telling you what the problem. And she looks at her and she says don't bring me no more effing problems if you ain't got no <laughs> effing solutions. You know what I mean? And so I look at that as You don't want to be, we don't always want to be the, we don't always want to be the problem bringer. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you need to be the problem solver. Sometimes you need to hold back that negative until you can put a positive behind it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I, I really agree with that. I really agree with that. So number six, it says they're quick to label things as bad. Are pessimistic. Um, their thought, their thoughts are always cloudy and negative. That positive things don't impress them. They always see the downside of everything. Never find them making any constructive suggestions. Here we go again. They're bringing the problems, but not the solutions. For instance, when offered something that sounds extremely good, they usually respond and say yes. But what if this happened? But what if that's happened? That's that but you was talking about. Right. You know so. Like you were saying when you said, when, when B said, um, you know, I'm having a hard time, you know, with the budget for videos, so I'm going to do the videos myself. And then a person said, but what if this happened? But what if that happened? Right. Okay. But do you have a better solution?
1: Right. Exactly. Come up with a better one, and then we can discuss it.
0: <clears throat> yep. And the last one they talk about is they're secretive but curious. Meaning negative people are secretive with everything that concerns them, but they, they're also curious about others' affairs. So they don't wanna tell you nothing that's going on with them, but they wanna reveal everything that's going on with you. You know, mm-hmm. they wanna make they wanna make you look bad to the public to make them look good.
1: Right. So they can be right.
0: So they can be right. So they can always be right. Mm-hmm. So they wanna bring all your shit out the courtroom and put it in somebody else's coat room. And, and then throw their hands up right. and say, you know, not me.
1: Now, disclaimer or for everything, some of your friends that are out there are truly your friends, mm-hmm. but they don't have your vision. Mm-hmm. They don't have your, your your mind state. And they can't see the end, so they're not going to be involved in it.
0: Yeah. That doesn't mean that they're not your friends.
1: Right. I just, I I can't for the life of me. Understand why you can have a business and you can sell it to the world, but your friends, they, they can be the closest thing to you. They don't really care about it. I think it's because it's, they've seen you go through and they you make you make what it is and you sell it and they're like, oh, yeah, that's great. But I guess they don't need one. I don't know. I mean, I buy one just because just cause it's them. Yeah, you know what I'm just
0: saying? because you're just because it's your friend support, and plus you've seen them in the struggle, so you already know what that means. Mm-hmm. See, you're not seeing just the end result. You, if you're in their circle and you're their friend, you're, you're seeing them through the blood, sweat, tears, the crying, the failures. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The come up, the failure again, the come up, and then you see this end result. You can't help but support because you're not resu- supporting the end result. Right. You're supporting the journey. Right. For your friend. Right. You're supporting the journey. I love this topic. We're gonna do several more because people constantly and continuously shit in people's coat room again and again and again. You know, and I feel like once you know that your friend has triggers and toxicity sends them spiraling, you should you should really try to help your friend. You know And for
1: the collective we do get your emails <laughs> and we do understand Uh, What topics you want us to talk about Mm -hmm. and how you want us to maneuver forward Um, we we take the abundance Mm -hmm. or we take the the mean Mm -hmm. and um, we schedule what topics we're gonna talk about we appreciate you guys
0: really do appreciate it Um, lastly I want to read this paragraph from this article it said don't forget that negativity spreads and toxicity spreads like an epidemic and if you're around it too long, it can affect your health. So you need to surround yourself with people who are constantly striving to stay positive. I think the key word in that is they're striving. There is no way everybody can be positive every day, but you can strive for positivity. You can pursue positivity. You can pursue the, a life of happiness. It doesn't matter what's, what state and content that you have right then and there if we strive to see the positive side of it, I think it helps us to get to our next level. Right. So don't continue to let people shit in your coat room. Meaning don't continue to let people deposit negative toxicity and energy within your mind space. And we're not talking to y'all. The thumb comes back to us too. We've been on both ends of that and we work on it every day. So, Thank you guys. We appreciate y'all so much. We appreciate you. Um, you can contact us at, time at gmail.com or hello@diverselove.com. Check out our website www.diverselove.com. These show notes and where you can find this article and other um, things about this this particular episode will be um, on our show notes. Um, Check us out. Don't forget about us. Put us on your playlist. We love y'all for real. And we thank you so much for allowing us to share our truth over coffee. Thank you, friends, for hanging with us. We got you. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. And also, please follow us on IG. Facebook and Twitter. Our social platform is at Diverse Love. That's D I V E R S E L U V.
1: And don't forget, you can listen to our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcast fixed.
0: Thank you, friends. We love y'all for real.
1: Okay, me, take us out.
0: It's truth and coffee time. Girl, you always on my mind, looking like it's truth in coffee time. Tell me what you really wanna know.